Welcome to the Digital Marketing Collective podcast. I'm your host, Bertie Monroe. Today, I'm excited to talk to you about a topic that will help you revolutionize the way that you approach your digital marketing strategy, the power of emotional intelligence. In this podcast, we'll discuss how businesses can use emotional intelligence to connect with their audience on a deeper level, to drive decision-making, enhance brand loyalty, and ultimately boost their bottom line. We'll explore the critical factors in emotional decision-making, such as brand identity and authenticity, personalization, storytelling, social proof, empathy, and emotional listening. But before we get started, a word from this week's sponsor. The Digital Marketing Collective, that's me, proudly sponsors today's episode. So if you're searching for a coaching solution to take your digital marketing to new heights, look no further than our Digital Marketing Blueprint Framework. This comprehensive program offers one-to-one weekly coaching and mentoring to provide personalized guidance on your digital marketing journey. By joining the Digital Marketing Blueprint, you'll gain lifetime access to exclusive resources, ensuring you stay up to date with the latest trends. With weekly digital updates, you'll be equipped with the knowledge and the insights to stay ahead of the competition. Take the chance to improve your digital marketing strategy and achieve remarkable results. Visit dmcollective.co.uk forward slash digital hyphen marketing hyphen blueprint to learn more about Digital Marketing Collective and its transformative coaching program. So despite emotional intelligence proven effectiveness in digital marketing, many businesses are yet to adapt this approach due to the fear of vulnerability and the difficulty in measuring its impact. However, we'll provide insights on how businesses can pivot to adopt emotionally intelligent marketing by leveraging education and training, customer research, data and analytics, and creating cross-disciplinary teams. As a leading digital marketing platform, Digital Marketing Collective has been committed to providing insightful content on all things related to digital marketing. We encourage you to listen to this podcast, engage with us through our platform, and continue to stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices in digital marketing. What is the role of emotional intelligence in digital marketing? Now, in the digital age, where consumers are bombarded with countless marketing messages, emotional intelligence becomes a crucial element in cutting through the noise and connecting with your target audience on a deeper level. Firstly, emotional intelligence allows businesses to understand their audience emotions and needs more effectively by tapping into the emotional state of their target audience. Businesses can create personalized and relevant content that resonates with their emotions. The connection builds trust, enhances brand loyalty, and helps consumers feel seen and understood. Now, secondly, emotional intelligence enables businesses to drive decision-making by appealing to the emotional side of their audience. Research has actually shown that emotions play a significant role in decision-making, often outweighing rational factors. By leveraging emotional intelligence, businesses can craft campaigns that evoke that desired emotional response, influencing their audience to take action. A key brand that really takes emotional intelligence to the next level is Apple. Just have a look at how Apple is doing their marketing. If you want to excel at your marketing, just take Apple, disseminate it, understand it, and that will push you forward with the emotional intelligence. Because everybody that buys an Apple does not buy an Apple because they need to buy an Apple product. They've bought it because there's an emotional connection between them and the Apple computers. They believe that Apple have their emotions at front of mind. By embracing emotional intelligence, businesses can create meaningful connections with their audiences. 
stand out in a crowded digital landscape and ultimately drive meaningful results. Now, in this first section, I, I just want to talk about embracing the emotional intelligence side of your business because I want to just touch on a brand that has gotten this so right. And I'm talking about they've gotten this right since the inception. And that's basically Apple computers have completely understood emotional intelligence from the onset. I think it's one of the, one of the greatest attributes Steve Jobs ever had when he delivered a, a presentation to his marketing, his marketing team or the marketing agency he was dealing with is to really encapsulate the emotional intelligence. Because let's face it, you buy a Windows machine because you need a laptop. But you buy an Apple laptop because you want one. And that's the difference between the emotional intelligence and the non-emotional intelligence. And I think Apple have really cornered that niche. And there are so many businesses out there. There's millions of businesses out there that do not look at how Apple are marketing themselves and doing things. And you know what? I'm, I'm one of them as well. So for years, I, I never looked at only in the, in the last few months that I've actually really started paying attention to how Apple really and truly marked themselves. So I highly recommend you go and actually study Apple. Go and look at it. It will give you so much understanding. And even if you're not an Apple user or not an Apple fan, you prefer Samsung or you prefer Microsoft or you prefer HP, whatever the case may be, go look at how Apple are doing their marketing. You as a business will learn so much from that part. So I want to talk about the critical factors in emotional decision making. So research has shown that emotions play a significant role in consumer decision making. Consumers make purchases based on how a product or service makes them feel. So therefore, it is essential for businesses to understand the critical factors that influence emotional decision making in their target audience. Now, how can we actually do that? So we need to identify, first of all, we do it through social proof, we'll do it through scarcity, and I'll go into each of these points right now. Therefore, it's essential for businesses to understand the critical factors that influence emotional decision-making in their target audience. So we identify. Consumers often make decisions based on how they purchase affects their self-concept and identity. Businesses can tap into this emotional trigger by creating products or services that cater to their customers' sense of identity. I also think that if businesses are not tapping into this identity side of things when it comes to their product or services, they're actually missing a very big trick. Uh, it is very important that whoever's going to buy your product, that not only just they need to see the value that they're going to have, but they need to identify themselves with it. That is a core piece. I keep talking about Apple and Macs and stuff like that. You've got to take into consideration when a creative buys a MacBook, it's a indication to the world to say, hey, look at me. I'm a creative. I have a Mac. It's what I identify as and how I see myself to the world in using the product. Now, the same thing applies to non-creatives. Non-creatives that go and buy a Mac, what they're doing is they're saying, hey, we are working against the big corporates, even though Mac is a big corporation, but it's a business that shows that they are challenging the status quo and that you as a user of a Mac or buying of a Mac product, you are challenging the status quo. That is the key thing that's always been delivered from um, Apple and Steve Jobs through their marketing measure, message because 
let's be very frank with each other. Yes, Apple is a massive company and it's the richest company on the planet, but it still doesn't have the majority share of computers out there. That is still owned by Microsoft. Microsoft still sells more computers than Apple because they're in businesses. Now, there's a lot of people, and this includes me, that don't like using Windows. And, and it's not a Windows-Apple debate this, but what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to explain how people identify, and I'm just using something that we all use across the globe, and that's computers. A lot of people say, I'm either a Mac user or I'm a Windows user. And you have a preference to that system, and that's what you identify when it comes to a singular product. And the same can be said about any brand. There's this brand loyalty and that brand loyalty can be created and found right at this beginning stage of identifying what consumers want and how they want to engage with the product. Then we're going to look at social proof. People often conform to the opinions and behaviors of others in their social circle. Therefore, businesses can use social proof such as customer reviews, testimonials, and social media shares to incentivize their audience to align with their product or service. Social proof is a really interesting concept. I think there's so much hoopla that's been happening around social media influences that this social proof of emotional intelligence has really come under threat. I think as we start seeing a steady decline of social influences out there, people are starting to move over to user-generated content, UGC. Now, UGC and testimonials and likes and shares on social media really drives home the social proof. People that are becoming advocates for your product, for example, someone that's bought your product, they they haven't received it for free, they've bought your product and they go, you know what, I bought this product, I'm going to use this product and I'm going to actually tell the world and I'm going to shout to the rooftops about this product and put that out. That is the best social proof that you can ever have. And then if you can work with a client that's bought this and say, hey, I really like what you've put out there. Do you mind if I share it on my social media? They'll be more than happy to do that because they're becoming, once again, as I said in the previous section on the identity, they're becoming your brand advocate and they're building this brand loyalty. And this really works. And I think businesses need to start really embracing how they utilize user-generated content that they can actually work with the consumer that's going to be buying or purchasing the, the, the product from them, that they can actually drive this part of the emotional intelligence home of social proof. Don't just take my word for it as the owner. I'm, I'm always going to tell you, listen, yeah, my product's the best product on the planet. But here is a few people that have bought my product listen to what they've got to say i haven't paid them to to be there because you can really tell when you have engaged with the social influencer and when you have not and it's actually a regular person using a product and funny enough the social proof i think the one core thing that we really need to start bringing home we start doing a lot more ai and we start becoming a really augmented in in how our reality is perceived is authenticity we're missing a huge trick when it comes to authenticity as a business you as a business need to be 100% authentic and i think as soon as you start being authentic and authentic to yourself, that will be a huge win for you as a business to get more clients and people will engage with you. You're not trying to be something you're not. And 
even at the Digital Marketing Collective, we've struggled with this over the last few months and we're trying to figure ourselves out as well. And it comes with time. Older businesses and, and bigger businesses have got all that sorted. But as a small business and using part of emotional intelligence to work with clients and work with whether you've got a product or service, is to then go, right, okay, I need to be truly authentic. How do I be truly authentic? Now, I'm not saying you need to go off the rails and start swearing on your website and you know and all your social media. I'm not saying that. There's a line drawn in the sand and that's how authentic you want to be. But I think the core piece is, is for decades and decades, we've all been drummed into our minds that you've got to fit into a certain tone of voice. But what's happening, and we've seen this huge shift in, in social media from this social proof of things and how it works, is that people want authenticity. And I think that is the core piece to the social proof side of things. Then we've got scarcity. The fear of missing out is a powerful emotion. By creating limited time offers, Businesses can tap into the emotional trigger and create a sense of urgency among the audience, promoting them to act promptly. I think that the scarcity part of emotional intelligence has really come to light in the last few years. As you start looking at websites, for example, if you look at a travel website or you go and look at a an airline or even Amazon.com, they've started doing it, is when they have a last few, they might have hundreds or whatever the case may be in, in the warehouse or there might be quite a few seats still available. They've started utilizing, well, okay, if we put it on the website that there are only two of this product left, it will trigger something in the brain of the person to go, you know what, I need to buy this now because I'm getting the last two. I don't know when I'm going to see them again. And I've started seeing this right across the board. It's it's not just with booking a holiday or going onto Amazon, but there's a lot of coaching businesses out there that are doing the exact same thing, two spaces remaining and so forth. I think it's a very good way to to get people enticed into your product. But I also think that this part of emotional intelligence and using the scarcity thing is a little bit of a trick. And it's not a great way to come across on your business. So it's just something that I I don't say to people, don't do it. I I don't think that you should be doing it because if you say to people, listen, yeah, we've only got two of these left and then somebody will buy it at a higher price because there's only two left. Then in 10 days time, you go and put it back on your website and you go, oh, now I've only got five left. And it's at a lower price and that will break your brand loyalty and you need to be very clear and very conscious about that. I also think with the scarcity side of this part of emotional intelligence, I think people have become a lot smarter and they've actually wised up to this trick. And I think there are a lot of people, what they will go and do is now when they go onto a website and they'll say there's only two left, they'll go and look somewhere else because they don't want to be pressurized into why am I buying this? Why are they pressurizing me to buy this right now? So it's just something to keep in mind if you're going to use this tactic or this this strategy within your digital marketing, you need to be very clear and really understand the consequences of this emotional intelligence part because there are so many parts to emotional intelligence, but this is the one that can get you unraveled because you are being a little bit deceitful if that 
is the case. And I'm not always saying that it is the case. There might be only two seats left. You, you never know. But at the end of the day, people will start questioning that and then start understanding, is this the type of website I want to be on? Or is this the kind of client? Or is this the type of business I want to be working with? So we want to harness emotional intelligence in digital marketing strategies. So diving into the strategies and tactics that businesses can use to harness the emotional intelligence in their digital marketing efforts, we'll discuss the importance of brand identity, authenticity, personalization, storytelling, empathy, and emotional listening in creating emotionally engaging marketing campaigns. So look at brand identity. Establish a clear and consistent brand identity is essential. Your brand should evoke a specific emotion, values, and resonate with your target audience. This helps create an emotional connection and sets the foundation of your marketing efforts. Then we need to be authentic. Authenticity is crucial in building trust and connecting with your audience on an emotional level. Be genuine in your communication, whether it is through social media, content marketing, or advertising. Showcase the human side of your brand and highlight real stories and experiences. Then we've got to look at personalization. Tailor your message and content to meet the individual needs and preferences of your audience. Personalized marketing addresses people's emotions more effectively because it shows that you understand them on an individual level. Then storytelling. You need to incorporate storytelling into your marketing campaigns to create emotional bond with your audience. Storytelling allows you to evoke emotions, create empathy, and make your brand more relatable and more memorable. But one thing I just want to emphasize on the storytelling part is it's great to tell a a good story, but it's more important to tell a true story. Don't embellish. Tell a true story through storytelling and you'll see the huge impact it actually makes. We need to focus on empathy. You need to put yourself in your audience's shoes and understand their emotions, wants, and their needs. Use this insight to create content, products, and services that address these emotions and provide a solution to their problems. Empathy is something that really lacks in business because once again, all we do is we talk about ourselves, but we don't consider who will be reading it or who will be engaging with it. So we need to take empathy on ourselves as a business and empathize on our customer because you've got to remember, they're going to be so overwhelmed with whatever they're looking for. With empathy, You've got to look at your clients and you, not even your clients, you've got to look at your prospects and really empathize with them as to how many emails they get bombarded with, how much social media they see and how much content is being churned out and created on a daily, I'm saying daily, we can even look at the amount of content that is getting generated minute by minute. There's just so much. A prospect or anybody who's looking to buy something or anybody who wants to engage with something, they, they are so overwhelmed with what is out there and what is available and it's really trying to understand as a business how overwhelmed they really are and how you can then cut through all that content to really drive home the value that it's going to bring to that person when they buy the product. Then we need to understand emotional listening. I think actively listening to your audience's feedback, comments and sentiments By monitoring social media, customer reviews, and online conversations, you gain these valuable insights into their emotions, and you can tailor your marketing strategies according to it. Do not forget this part. This is vitally important to really listen to your customers, listen to the feedback. Do not be critical about the feedback that comes back. It's It's not that they are hating your product. 
is because it's triggered something inside them to go, I need to say something about this. Either I don't like it or I love it. One of the two. And if people don't love it, listen to it. Because as soon as you start getting less and less people not loving it, that means you're doing things right. I want to talk about how we can overcome the adoption gap. So one of the challenges businesses face in the fear of vulnerability is, is adopting emotionally intelligent marketing requires businesses to open up and connect with their audience on a deeper level, which can make them feel exposed and vulnerable. As a business, you don't want to feel exposed and vulnerable. Now, overcoming this fear involves understanding that vulnerability is a strength and that it shows authenticity and empathy and can build trust and loyalty with your customers. Another challenge is the difficulty in measuring emotional engagement. Unlike more quantitative metrics such as click-through rates or conversion rates, emotional engagement is harder to measure directly. However, there are several strategies to overcome in this challenge. So we can look at surveys and feedback. Implementing a survey, focus groups, and feedback mechanisms to gather insights on emotional response to your marketing campaign. Ask open-ended questions that encourage customers to share their feelings and experiences. Once again, getting back to social listening, you've got to monitor your social media conversations, look at the comments, feedback on the mentions related to your brand, analyze the sentiment and the emotional tone of these interactions, and gauge the emotional impact of your marketing efforts. Then we have a qualitative analysis conduct in-depth interviews and to gain a deeper understanding of your customers' emotional experiences and reactions to those marketing campaigns. Education and awareness is a huge factor. Provide resources, case studies, and success stories showcasing the impact of emotional intelligence in digital marketing. Training and skill development. This is an internal thing. Offer training programs and workshops on emotional intelligence and how to apply them in your marketing strategies. Providing your employees with the tools and the knowledge they need to incorporate emotional intelligence into their campaigns effectively. Collaboration and partnerships. Fostering collaboration between businesses and experts in emotional intelligence is highly sought after because how you understand emotional intelligence is totally different to how another business will understand emotional intelligence. Then you need to partner with a professional or partner with, a, with an agency that specializes in this field that can give you the guidance and the support for implementing emotionally intelligent marketing. And as with everything that we do in digital marketing, start off small and test. So we encourage businesses to start small targeted campaign. Use the emotional intelligence within your advertising. Try all these different strategies, look at the data, come back to it and make an incremental change if needed. So overcoming the adoption gap requires a shift in mindset and willingness to embrace the power of emotional intelligence in marketing. By addressing fears, understanding measurement challenges and providing solutions and strategies, business can bridge the gap and unlock the full potential of emotional intelligence in their marketing effort. Now, as we start getting in depth into emotional intelligence in digital marketing, it's, it's vitally important to understand that you can pivot. You, you, your business might not be taking on emotionally intelligent marketing right now, but you can pivot your business towards emotionally intelligent marketing. And you can do this to your customers, but you can also do this internally. So one of the big things that we can do is starting off with education and training internally. Start by educating yourself and your team about emotional intelligence and its impact on marketing. Attend workshops, seminars, or online courses that focus on emotional intelligence in marketing. Encourage your team members to enhance their skills 
in areas such as empathy, storytelling, and emotional listening. Then we need to look at thorough customer research. Conduct comprehensive customer research to gain a deepened understanding of your target audience, emotions, designs, and pain points. Use qualitative and quantitative research methods to uncover insights about your customers' emotional journeys and emotional triggers that drive their decision-making. Use data analytics to leverage the data to measure and analyze the emotional impact of your marketing efforts. Track your key performance indicators, your KPI or your goals that align with emotional engagement, such as sentiment analysis, social media mentions, customer feedback. Use these insights to optimize your campaigns and enhance your emotional connection with your audience. Then storytelling and content creation. Develop a storytelling strategy that centers around the emotions and resonates with your audience. Craft compelling narratives that touch on challenges, aspirations, and triumphs of your customers. Use various content formats such as videos, blog posts, and social media stories to evoke emotions and create connections. Then look at personalization and segmentation, tailoring your marketing messages and campaigns to address specific emotions and needs of different customers' segments, and then leverage those customer, then leverage the customer data and segment strategies to create personalized experiences that resonates with each emotional motivation. And then you've got to look at the cross-disciplinary collaboration. Foster the collaboration between different teams within the organization, such as marketing and customer service and product development. Encourage open communication and knowledge sharing to ensure holistic understanding of your customers' emotions and align marketing strategies with overall brand experience. But above all, it's continuous improvement. Emotionally intelligent marketing is an ongoing process. Continuously monitor and analyze customer feedback, engage with their metrics and market trends, iterate and optimize your strategies based on your insights gathered, and always strive to deepen the emotional connections with your audience. Now, we hope you found the strategies, tactics, and practical steps discussed in this episode valuable and applicable to your own marketing efforts. Remember, emotional intelligence can be a powerful tool in forming strong connections with your audience and driving a meaningful engagement. I want to say thank you to all my listeners who have tuned in or downloaded our digital marketing podcast episode on harnessing the emotional intelligence in marketing. We appreciate the support and the engagement with this important topic. We invite you to join us again next week for our upcoming episode where we'll explore another intriguing aspect of digital marketing. Stay tuned and be sure to dial in for the latest insights, tips and trends to elevate your marketing game. Thank you again for being part of our digital marketing podcast community. And we look forward to the continuing this journey and learning and growing together. If you want to reach out and connect with me, I'm on LinkedIn. Just look for Bertie Monroe. That's Bertie, B-E-R-T-I without an E, Monroe. And connect with me on LinkedIn. And I'm quite happy to open up a conversation around emotional intelligence and how that can affect your digital marketing. Or you can just email me, which is Bertie, B-E-R-T-I at dmcollective.co.uk. I really look forward to having a discussion further with you on this subject. I'll see you in the next podcast.